It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's Daniel Mullen sitting down with one of today's top music makers on Real Roots Radio. Carly Arrowwood. Carly's been a big part of Darren and Brooke's show for a long time. That's how a lot of folks were first introduced to her talent. She's a talented fiddle player and vocalist, and we're so glad to have her as a special guest on the Daniel Mullins Midday Music Spectacular today. How are you doing today, Carly? I'm doing wonderful. I hope you are. I am. I am doing well. You, you hanging in there with all this crazy corona going around? I am doing my best. <laughs> It has been quite a ride, so but I've, I've been blessed to be able to stay busy, so it's great. You have been busy. You're kicking off a solo career, uh, striking out on your own and making uh, some great new music uh, for our friends at Mountain Home Records. Uh, why don't you yeah. tell us about the journey uh, to making the decision to uh, do your own thing and put a stamp on your own musical identity? Yeah, it, it's been um, something I think I've been thinking about, you know, for a while and um, wanting to kind of keep progressing with things and um, I started writing more songs and wanting to record them and actually started an album last year around this time and um, a little did I know a year later that Mountain Home would be knocking at my door saying hey let us help you finish your record so <laughs> um, I had a couple of songs already done at the other studio I was going to um, Mr. David Ryan is the engineer's name and he was amazing he just so encouraged me to keep doing what I was doing and then when Mountain Home kind of came into the picture um it was honestly like the Lord just opened a door because I you know never would have dreamed in a million years that I would have this kind of opportunity so I, I'm just honestly looking forward to seeing what else he's going to do um it's yeah <laughs> that's about all I know how to say he, he's just been so good to let me do what I'm doing, so it's it's been awesome. When did you first uh, show an interest in, in music and wanting to make music your profession? Um, I think when I was about 14, um, I was actually taking classical violin lessons at the time and kind of mixing in a little bit of bluegrass because my sister and I had started a bluegrass band with some friends of ours, and we wound up playing together for about four years. And, you know, right when we first started playing gigs and stuff I think that's when I knew I wanted to really pursue bluegrass as a career um I, I my, my violin teacher wanted me to do like the more you know the classical concert you know um what's the word concert master I guess concert violinist and I never was that great at like sight reading music and it just wasn't my my forte and um uh, so once I got into bluegrass and learned that I could, you know, improvise and come up with my own stuff, and um, I was like, this is the route I think I'm going to go. And actually, when I was three, I saw some kind of performance on maybe UNC TV or something, and I wanted a violin for Christmas, and <laughs> Santa Claus came through <laughs> and got me that little fiddle. <laughs> and my mom has a picture of it. I, I'll have to share it on Facebook maybe, but... uh um, I, I held the fiddle up and I held it right the first time like nobody had to show me how to do it so um, seven years later is when I started taking lessons and um, really just kind of dove into it you know full force and haven't looked back since I mean I, I can't imagine not playing music it's crazy who were some of your biggest uh, inspirations and heroes on the fiddle 
Oh, gracious. <laughs> um, definitely starting out, it was Allison Krauss for sure. Um, she's, you know, she's got her own style and her own taste and the way that she just pulls those notes out and, you know, makes them pull on your heartstrings. That's, that's kind of what I want to shoot for in my playing as well. And um, another, you know, she's simple, but she gets the job done. And that's, you know, that's what you need. You don't always have to be over the top, you know, going all over the place. And she just, she was a great influence in that aspect. Every note um, she plays means that, something. And that's something exactly. I think a lot of musicians forget. Yeah, exactly. And I'm still learning that, you know. I'm 23 and I'm still learning how to do that. So, um, and then another one is definitely Aubrey Haney um he's you know I've, I've I've been listening to his stuff since I was about 15 and I was taking lessons from um Brian McDowell for about a year and a half and he had me order a bunch of CDs and Aubrey's you know two of Aubrey's albums were some of those and he was just like you know pick some songs off of these albums that you might want to learn and just try and see if you can listen to them and learn them and I did and then kind of in the in-between years, like from then and now, I kind of put those records up because I don't think I was quite old enough to appreciate, you know, what I had. And then about two or three years ago, I started pulling them back out and um, downloading them so I could have them on my phone and just learning more and more of what he does. And he is just, he's so clean and just tasteful in everything that he does. And so that's another, um, another huge influencer in how I want to sound. We were, play. we were speaking off the air about your respect for for Janae Fleener. You mentioned that oh, you, yeah. you were a big Allison Krauss fan. What, what was it like, you know, when you started learning the fiddle to see folks like Allison and Janae and uh, I'm sure Becky Buller down the line to see uh, yeah. females doing what you wanted to do, and that's play the fiddle? Yeah, that's, that's the thing that, again, like I said, I was, you know, younger and... Um, we weren't as heavily into bluegrass, I think, as some of the other ones were when they were that age. Um, so I think it took me a little bit longer to appreciate what was going on. But just watching them and seeing how they, um, just how they presented themselves and their stage presence and, um, you know, how, how they just owned the stage whenever they got up to perform. And it's like, yeah, they're, I'm, I'm doing my music and, um, this is my stage, and you know it's not to be prideful, but i'm I'm very excited about what I do, you know, to see them have that kind of attitude. And actually, I didn't know who Janae was until um, um, a couple years ago, and we went on a cruise um, when I was playing with Darren and Brooke, we were on a cruise, country music cruise, and uh, she was there and I got to know her a little bit better and she's just I mean the way that she carries herself and um the way that she plays and is so confident in her playing I mean that is totally who I aspire to be and she and I are a lot alike in a lot of things I think too <laughs> so that was really exciting for me to meet her and kind of get to know her a little bit you mentioned how one of the things you admire about Janae is the confidence she has in her playing. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm not a musician, but I feel like that would be one of the hardest things uh, to one of the hardest things to grasp is confidence in yourself when it comes to being on oh, stage yeah. and in your music because it's so personal. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think 
Sorry, I've got a little phone ringing up here. <laughs> um, so I think trying to be confident in your plan, I think there's a fine line in, you know, being just flat out boastful and trying to be, you know, humble, but, you know, aware that you can do this. And that's something that I've, I've had to learn along the way, too. But, uh, yeah, just just doing what you love and realizing that, you know, you're not exactly like everybody else. You're your own person, and that's okay. And, you know, that, that's just what you got to remember is when you're playing, as long as you're loving what you're doing, then everybody's going to love you. If you're, if you're, like, timid with yourself, then then your listeners might be like, well, I mean, that's, that's good, but I don't know what she thinks is wrong with it. So <laughs> that kind of thing, I guess, is what goes through my mind. Visiting with Carly Arrowwood on Real Roots Radio today. Now, Carly, you were talking about how you've been working on the, this new solo album for Mountain Home Records. What's it been mm-hmm. like trying to finish a record in the middle of a quarantine? <laughs> um, it's been interesting. Um, actually, for a while, I think for about two months, actually, because um, right after I, I signed is kind of when everything kind of went downhill. And for about two months, I couldn't do squat. <laughs> I couldn't go up. We couldn't go anywhere. And it was just like, okay, well, I was going to have an album, but now I might not. And we're just going to have to see what happens. But no, it's been good. Um, they've been really good to, you know, to let, you know, not a whole ton of people come in and um, trying to get things finished as, you know, as some of the restrictions are being let up. Um, or being allowed to, you know, wear a mask and, you know, be safe that way. So it's been really fun just getting to be around everybody. And um, I actually knew who they were, you know, before I ever signed, you know, three or four years ago, back when Darren and Brooke were on Mountain Home. And so, I mean, that was a blessing in itself because, you know, I'm not signing with a bunch of people I don't know. You know, I, I've known them for a while and just getting to know them even better, you know, through everything. And we now we can say we've been through a, a world pandemic and a quarantine together. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Your new single for Mountain Home Records is called Dear Juliana. And this is a song that you mm-hmm. wrote. Why don't you tell us the story behind the song? Yeah, I've, I've been so excited about this song. Um, I actually started writing it last year. I, I got a new fiddle and um, the builder... Bob Cogett names all of his fiddles, you know, with a little girl's name, and I think they all they all end in the letter A. And so this one, this one's name was Juliana, after the granddaughter of some really close friends of his. And I didn't know this about Juliana until afterwards. But I I finished the song, and um, Bob was just telling me, you know, she's got a really sweet relationship with her dad, and they're just really close and she's adorable she's got red hair and blue eyes and I was like oh that sounds like a song and so um I resonated because I'm a daddy's girl too and I I love songs like that and so I started writing some stuff down kind of in the perspective of the dad and kind of basing it off of what Bob told me not necessarily you know completely you know true story but I would hope that some of it is um but when I was writing it it was kind of in his perspective, you know, him writing stuff down as he's watching his little girl grow up and, uh, you know, writing it in a journal or in a baby book or something and, you know, just just to her. So 
Dear Juliana, or one of the lines is My Juliana or Sweet Juliana. So he's talking to her. And so my boyfriend, uh, Daniel Threlkill, and I uh, videoed the song. He helped me finish it. He, he contributed one line to the bridge that just helped it over that, <laughs> that last little bump. <laughs> and uh, so we recorded a video and sent it to the real Juliana's uh, grandmother. And I said, I wanted to show you this because I just thought, you know, the story that Bob told me was so sweet. And I, I want y'all to, you know, have this song for her. And she messaged me back and said she was in tears and she just couldn't believe that somebody would do that and um, just opened up and told me, you know, the rest of the story that Bob didn't tell me. And uh, so she was telling me that Juliana was actually kidnapped as a baby by her mom. And uh, for six years, they couldn't find her. Like, they searched and couldn't find her. And when they found her... Um, finally, you know, she was fine, and uh, they had people all over the country um, praying for her to be found, and it was just a huge, you know, ordeal for their family, and it was really scary, but when they found her, she was fine. She was okay, and so now she has this whole new life with her dad and her stepmom, and they're just a really sweet family, and uh, she has a new baby sister, and so she gets to to be an, an older sibling now, and I think she just turned nine, so she's she's a she's a ball of fire. <laughs> um, so has... it, it just turned out, yeah, it turned out to be something that I I think I cherish a little bit more, and it's been really sweet to to see other people's reactions to it, and I've gotten so many messages just saying, you know, this song touched me in a special way and it made me think about you know my my daughter or my son and there's a guy um i know who messaged and said this song makes me cry and i have a son who's 18 and he still fits perfect in my arms you know one of those ones is you fit perfect in my arms and um somebody else said this was my mama cry for the day you know when we first shared it on facebook and i was like oh my goodness this is crazy um but it's been really sweet to watch how people have reacted to it and i hope it continues to to be a blessing in that way so now do you know if the real juliana has heard the song about her she has <laughs> she heard the video when i first sent it to her parent or her grandparents um <laughs> i actually got to um i got to facetime with bob Kogut and watch him watch the video and he just you know tears were in his eyes uh, Juliana's grandparents were there, and I think at that point Juliana wasn't there. But her grandfather told me that she watched it and said, "I'm famous now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a song about me. I'm famous." <laughs> Great to hear the story behind the song. New music from Carly Arrowwood on Real Roots Radio. Uh, let's hear it. Thank you so much for joining us on the program and telling us uh, the story about this, uh, your brand new single on Mountain Home Records. Where can folks go yeah. to connect with you on social media or uh, or to stream the new song? Yeah. So I, I have Facebook, um, just Carly Arrowwood Music on Facebook, the same thing on Instagram, um, all lowercase Carly Arrowwood Music. And I also have Twitter. I think it's just Carly Airwood on Twitter. I'm still learning how to use that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I just uh, launched a new website, carlyairwoodmusic.com. And uh, to listen to Dear Juliana and um, to get notified for other music, go follow me on Spotify 
And um, you can listen also on Apple Music and Amazon and Pandora. And, um, there's a, a video of the story of Dear Juliana that I just told you on YouTube, so you can check that out. And, um, yeah, just give me a follow wherever you can follow or subscribe. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Real Retrader today, Carly. I appreciate it. Thank you, Daniel. Pick your day up with music that is sweet. A slender, high-spirited person needs a sugar pick-me-up. The Daniel Mullins Midday Music Spectacular. Yes. Weekdays, 10 to noon on Real Roots Radio.